With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Up to Labashane, two to win, using his feet up and over the top of mid-wicket. He'll seal it with a boundary. He does it with authority. Mardis Labashane, 28 not out, head 49 not out. Australia win by nine wickets and a famous victory at that. Only their second win in India since 2004. Only the third time that India have been defeated at home in over a decade. A magnificent performance from the Australians. The magnitude of what's transpired at Indoor was captured by the man leading our broadcast team, Adam Collins. Today is travel day for everybody from Indoor to Admatabad. So let's just, it's, it's early. It's, it's an early morning flight. Adam Collins, hello to you. G'day, Jerry. Yes, not even 6am here at Indoor. There's only two ways of getting to Ahmedabad, the 7am flight or the overnight train. So I'm on the flight and Pete Lawler uh, is on a train for 10 hours overnight. And we wish him well, I suppose, and looking forward to hearing him tell the tale of that. But we, yeah, we all leave Indoor, um, I suppose, feel it, feeling like this will be a city that, that, that is well remembered for a long time for Australian cricket fans in much the same way that Pune was back in 2017. By stark contrast to when you left us in Delhi, Jared, I, I, I think there'll be some demons uh, when we think about Delhi for, for a while too. So, yeah, all nicely set up going into the fourth test match. So h- how have you been able to sort of take it in? So we've listened to interviews that, that you filed with uh, Andrew McDonald, the coach, and with Alex Carey, Barat stuff in the immediate aftermath with uh, with Travis Head and, and with Steve Smith. How, how would you encapsulate the, the sense around what was achieved? I think they realise what a significant moment this is because of what had happened at Nagpur and Delhi, holding their nerve, especially in those big moments when it could have gone either way. It's easy to forget that they did lose 6 for 11 to complete that first innings. Going out the field, you can easily conceive of a scenario where Australia dropped their bundle at that juncture, but they don't. That's where Nathan Lyon steps up. Uh, perhaps his best performance ever for Australia, taking 8 64 and that chase, Jared. I mean, 76 was the target, but those first two balls of the day, the one that exploded over Usman Khawaja's shoulder, next one finds his edge. We know the way that Ashwin can go to work with Judasia in situations like that, but um, Head rode the bumps. Uh, Labashain transferred pressure back onto the spinners, and 90 minutes later, they'd won the test match. So it was gutsy stuff, and I think it draws a bit of a line under what had happened at Delhi. Uh, when they missed their main prized opportunity in this series. So, of course, they couldn't win the thing after that. But speaking to Alex Carey yesterday, I think there's a real sense that the younger guys in this group now have a platform to work from in Asia. So it's not only him. He's kind of in the middle bit of his career. But um, we've heard from the senior players that this will define their Australian careers, what happens in India and what happens in in England later this year with the World Test Championship and, and a chance to win in England for the first time since 2001. But but what about Kuhneman? What about Murphy? What about Head? What about Labashane? Like, these guys will come back to India two, three, four times in their career given the congested schedule and, and the proliferation of fixtures between Australia and India. So actually being able to say, we've done that, we've won here, even if they lose this week at Ahmedabad, I think that's going to be important for this particular generation coming through. 
tell me about the the local reaction that you might have been able to sample. So I remember when Australia won in Pune, uh, the curator was very publicly sacked. Uh, I feel like we all um, had the sense that he was doing the bidding of others, but he got blamed for it. Day one at lunch, the local curator in Indoor has been marched up and down the pitch by the Indian coach. Uh, I wouldn't mind a little welfare check on that gentleman uh, come this Monday morning. What What's the reaction in India been like? Well, well, that, that particular fellow wears the Indian team uniform, as I'm sure you know, Jared. So uh, that, that does stand out that the curator just wear the team kit. And, and we're expecting to see him when we get to Ahmedabad. So we're going to be there um, later this morning going straight to this Modi Stadium, which... Um, which is a, which is in itself going to be a significant part of this fourth week of the tour, um, given the broader political connotations and, and all the rest of it. But yes, the fallout has been dramatic, as you could expect. Um, now India have lost here; they're 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 awful, and Ashwin can't bowl, and you know the top order are no good, and and Rohit was out captained, and all the usual um, exaggerations. To an extent, we we saw that after Australia got rolled in Delhi, didn't we? That the reaction was so acute and so fierce. So they're they're wearing that at the moment. And there is now a conversation around the pitch because, you know, what they produced at indoor made it a lottery. It meant that Matt Kuhneman could look like Morley, you know, and, and not to say he didn't bowl the house down on that first day, but the amount of prodigious movement he was generating off the first day surface isn't kind of in keeping with what you would expect from a bloke playing his second test match. Uh, and it did mean that there were balls that picked up um, classy batters from both sides who had no right to be dismissed by those deliveries, or should I say, it, it was nothing to do with their technical uh, mishaps. It was to do with uh, the fact that the balls were turning square and keeping low, and there was that volatility the whole way through. So I think there's now an increasing, creeping uh, consensus in Indian cricket that, that they've overcooked it. Uh, and now that um, we're moving to Ahmedabad with them needing to win this final test match to secure their own progress to the World Test Championship final in June against Australia. Australia have made it on the, on the back of what they did at indoor. Well, India need to win, to, win at Ahmedabad to make sure they're there as well. And, um, and, and I don't expect the, the, the thinking will be, well, let's make it a lottery again. They'll surely uh, want to go the other way this time. So we'll, we'll obsess in the coming days about the cricket itself. I'm interested in the, so the political spectacle that's about to take place. So both prime yep. ministers evidently listening to Pete on our broadcast. He was talking about uh, the inability of Australian fans to get tickets, this mammoth stadium, but it felt like with the Indian Prime Minister present, they didn't want too many people in. What, what, are, you, what are you flying mm. into, do you think, in Ahmedabad? It's a pretty big deal. Uh, so 85,000 seats have been uh, hypothecated to school kids and political supporters of the Prime Minister. Um, not our Prime Minister, of the Indian Prime Minister Modi. So... Um, Anthony Albanese will be there uh, reportedly for one hour of the cricket, getting in the night before, before he and his delegation move on to Mumbai. I believe there are over 20 chief executives who are out there with the PM. So it's a big deal uh, with trade and, and the broader economic and commerce imperative there. But um, yeah, that stage-managed pageant on morning one will be a sight to behold. I mean, we don't even know how many people this stadium holds, Jared. I mean, at one end of the ground, there's a plaque saying it holds 110,000, uh, in keeping with the Ed Sheeran crowd at the G from yes. the other night. Uh, and, and the other end of the ground, it says 130,000. And I think 150,000 were, were, were squeezed in there for the Donald Trump rally with Modi uh, when they opened it back before COVID. So um, there have been two test matches played at this ground, and both of them ended rapidly. Um, there was a two-day test match between England and India, uh, in 2021 with the pink ball test where they 
where that pitch was just an absurdity, where Joe Root took five for eight, you might remember, who, you know, we don't expect to see yes. um, Joe Root being an unplayable bowler, but so he was. And the second test match there, England were defeated by an innings in well inside three days. So since they've um, done, you know, uh, demolished the old stadium and relayed the new ground, um, it's been uh, it's been a ground where India have enjoyed a lot of success. A lot of people will be there. And as I say, the, 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 the day one spectacle will probably, at least in the morning, um, outstrip the cricket. Uh, and thankfully, the good news that came through yesterday is that the Australian fans do now have the ability to buy tickets for day one because that would have been a complete disaster. A stadium holding in excess of 100,000 people and Australian tourists have come out here for their trip of a lifetime, yeah. unable to get in. So I believe that's been resolved. So as much political rally as cricket game on on morning one? Oh, you better believe it. Um, we, we, we stumbled upon a political rally yesterday. Yeah, it's, it's a very interesting country at, the, at any, any old time, India, especially at this particular juncture in history, um, I, I think. And um, yeah, it'll, it'll be fascinating. Of course, it's not the Australian government's place to, to weigh in on any of that. I'm sure it'll be dealt with in, in the usual diplomatic way. Um, we've seen um, the foreign minister in India last week. A lot of ministers coming through India because they're the, they're the chair of the G20 this year in, in the way that Australia was back in 2014, which meant there were loads of bilateral visits. Well, so it is for India throughout the course of 2023 and ultimately, ultimately there'll be the leaders meeting in, in Delhi later this year. So it, it's, there's been a lot of interaction between politicians from the two countries and this state visit um, is a big part of that um, ongoing agenda. All right. How long's the flight from Indore to Ahmedabad? Uh, this is a quick little uh, drop punt. This might be an hour or something okay. like that. So the fact that we're there so early uh, means that we'll get into Ahmedabad uh, at the start of the day, and you better believe we'll be taking pictures of the middle before they cover it up <laughs> and, uh, and, and do the and we go through the usual ducks and drakes. Uh, great sense of mystery about it. Colo, terrific. Travel well. We'll look forward to hearing you on Thursday, but I'm sure we'll hear you more before then. Cheers, Jared. Adam Collins, who's leading our SEN Test cricket team in India. Uh, yeah, that's going to be fascinating. Um, debate. I know a few people who have travelled for it and were caught up in that ticket wrangle and just wondering what the spectacle of the day is going to be at the start of it uh, with the Prime Minister or both Prime Ministers on duty. Fascinating, as well as the cricket itself.